بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله Welcome to one and all to the Fiqh program and um, we will pick up, pick up quickly where we left off last week the importance of learning these various masail can never be underestimated Nabi Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned that learning one chapter of deen is better than reading a hundred rakats of nafil salah aw kama qala nabiy sallallahu alayhi wa sallam so my dear respected listeners learning these small little masail uh, and learning a little bit more in depth regarding our deen and particularly our ibadat our worship and all of those things that we are busy with at um, uh, that we are busy discussing at the moment we have to understand that in the in light of uh, the growing need for basic islamic education especially what we are seeing with regard to adults today that we find that people go to the madrasas uh, in their younger years but unfortunately many a times there is no follow up after this period and uh, many people lose touch with the various masail and uh, therefore the, this program is is aimed at that that we refresh what we have learned in madrasa in our maktabs as we were growing up and also for those people who hadn't learned initially it is also a welcome um, uh, piece of information that they receive here on this program weekly so going into where we had left off or picking up where we left off last week when we were discussing the mufsidat salah when we were discussing the breakers of namaz then we had discussed various different aspects of those things that will break a person's salah if a person is in salah now just to go through them very quickly to talk in namaz knowingly or unknowingly whether it's a few words or many words to greet a person by saying assalamu alaikum to reply to a greeting or saying yarhamukallah when somebody has sneezed and said alhamdulillah to say inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un uh, or alhamdulillah wa subhanallah on hearing some sad news or good news respectively to make the noise or say oh ah or if a person is is, is was hurt during salah and now he makes a sound out of pain, then that will break the salah as well. Correcting the qiraat of a person other than his own imam. If a person is reading his salah, and somebody else out of salah is reading Quran and makes a mistake, and we have to correct them other than the imam, uh, then this will break our salah as well. To recite the Quran by looking at the text. And finally, we discussed the masla that a person should not do such an act which is categorized as amal kathir and that means that a person should not do such an act that will give the impression to onlookers that he is doing something else rather than reading his salah and we gave the example last week that if a person is reading salah and his cell phone happens to ring then it is wajib according to ulama that a person must put that cell phone off if it is possible for him to put it off without making amal kathir amal kathir is what we refer to as excessive movement if he is able to put this cell phone off 
without making amal kathir then he will continue with his salah as normal he will still be in a state of salah however if he has to do such actions for example if the phone is in an, in a pocket or it is kept in such a place that he needs to now use both hands to remove the phone and off the phone this will be categorized as amal kathir that excessive movement and because of this now a person's salah will break he will need to begin his salah once again. He will need to read the takbirah tahrima and begin the salah because now he has perpetrated an act of amal kathir and that means that he has made an excessive movement by which onlookers when looking at him will not be sure if this person is in salah or he is doing something else. So that is amal kathir So I just gave the example of a cell phone. It could be anything else for that matter. Anything else that a person is adjusting his clothes or scratching somewhere or whatever the case may be. But if he does something where an onlooker will be confused or an onlooker may, may get the impression that he is, he is not in salah, then this will be termed as amal kathir If he can do it in such a way where with a minimal movement, he can see to whatever he, uh, it is that he needs to see to, then that will be fine. However, if not, then the salah will break. Continuing from there, if a person has to eat or drink knowingly or unknowingly, if a person has to eat or drink knowingly or unknowingly, that means intentionally or unintentionally, then a person will a person's salah will break immediately. And a takbir tahrima, what we say, takbir tahmri tahrima, tahrima means that it makes haram those things which are normally lawful. So, for example, when a person makes takbir tahrima, eating is normally halal, is lawful. But because a person has now started his salah, that takbir tahrima, he has now made haram upon himself those things which are lawful. That is, for example, eating or drinking, talking, like we mentioned as well turning the chest away from the qibla, uh, fidgeting and, and, and uh, scratching or making excessive movements, at certain utterances won't be allowed, etc. So this is why we say takbir tahrima because it now makes haram certain actions which are normally lawful out of salah. So if a person has to eat or drink knowingly or unknowingly, then this will break the salah. If a person has to turn his chest away from the qibla without an excuse, if a person turns his chest away from the qibla without a valid excuse, then this too will break the salah. Doing sajda at a najis place. We know that one of the conditions of salah is that the place where salah is being read must be parked. If a person is reading salah in such a place where he is making sajda, and when he is doing the sajda, it is in a najis, an impure place then this will also break the salah. The sajda must be done and must be made uh, in a place that is completely clean and park and pure. The next one, to delay in covering the satr, the private parts when uncovered to the extent of performing one rukun or posture in salah. Now this is an important masala simply because uh, we find that in, in, in the masjids we see this from time to time that a person is wearing maybe a t-shirt and jeans or a t-shirt and a trouser. Now what happens is we know that the satr for men is from above the navel to below the knee. From just above the navel to just below the knee that is the satr of a man. And these are his, what considered to be his private parts and this must be covered at all times. And in namaz what we are saying now is that if any portion of that satr is open for more than one posture, 
if it is open for more than one posture then the namaz will break so what we see does happen from time to time is that a person is wearing a t-shirt and then goes into ruku when he goes into ruku the t-shirt lifts up slightly and his back is exposed right at the bottom his back is exposed which would be, which would be considered below his navel that area of his back which is um, below his navel if we take the, circumfer- the circumference around a person's waist in line with his navel now it will be below that portion there that is actually open that opens up as the t-shirt lifts up when he goes either in ruku or sajda now if, when it is open for a period of more than one posture for the extent of more than one posture then the salah will break automatically because now his sitter and what is considered to be his private parts is uncovered and is open for a lady the sitter we know is her whole body except her face and hands uh, and that's not her arms just the hands up to the wrists that is basically the sitter of a woman so this needs to be covered at all times if any part of the body is opened up for example if the hair is showing that that is a woman's sitter it should be covered at all times not only in salah but even when a lady goes out her whole body should be covered except for her face and her hands those women that wear the parda and wear niqab and hijab that is even better alhamdulillah that is an, a higher form of a person's modesty and a higher form of a person covering themselves and and, and taking precaution to protect themselves uh, but at the very least a woman should ensure that her whole body is covered this is required by sharia that the whole body is covered including her hair etc etc her, her arms and uh, her legs so we should not leave the home where our sitter is exposed because then we are in the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala simply because we are uncovering that part of the body which according to all the ulama and all the schools of thought uh, are required to be covered so if this sitter and this private part is exposed for more than one rukun and posture in salah then the salah will break immediately uh, utterances in pain as we mentioned if a person has to make uh, a sound and we will say like aina or ouch or something of that sort if a person makes certain utterances like that in pain then that will break his salah and adults laughing aloud if a person is reading salah there's three types of laughing in shariat we find in salah that a person what we find what we term as a smile if a person smiles in salah this will not break his salah this will not break his salah if a person has to if a person has to laugh so loud that only he himself can hear his laugh so one is a smile that will not affect the salah nor will it affect the wudu if a person has to laugh loud that only his he can hear himself laughing so he does laugh aloud but it's not that loud that the people around him can hear can hear him laughing but he himself heard him laughing heard himself laughing so this will break his salah and if a person has to laugh loudly that the people around him uh, hear him laughing then this is considered to be uh, what we refer to as and this will not only break a person's salah but it will break his wudu as well so if a person smiles in salah there is no issue he can make may continue with his salah if a person laughs aloud that only he himself can hear himself laughing 
then it will break his salah, he will need to restart that salah. And if a person laughs so loud that the people around him hear him laughing, then this will not only break his salah, but it will also break his wudu. He will need to make a fresh wudu. To step ahead of the imam during the salah. So we know that we must stand behind the imam when we are reading salah. If a person has to, for whatever reason, go ahead, step ahead, and step ahead will mean that not, uh, if a person is obviously standing in front of the ankles of the imam, in front of the feet of the imam, then he is already understood to be ahead of the imam, and immediately by him standing ahead of the imam, his namaz will break. A person needs to be behind the imam uh, at all times and not ahead of the imam. Making some great error in the Qiraat of the Holy Quran. Now if a person has to make some error in the Qiraat while he's reading Quran Sharif in Salah, such an error that changes the meaning completely of the Salah, changes the meaning completely of the Quran Karim, then automatically it will break the Salah immediately. Um, now here obviously many of us don't understand the text of the Quran Karim. We do not understand Arabic. So we cannot understand what we are reading in Quran. Uh, in the case where a person is not aware of the fact that he has read something that will break the salah, then he, mean, he will not even know. So in that case, the salah will be accepted. But if it is read and it is pointed out that a great error was made in the Qirat of the Holy Quran, then we can only make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts from those people who have made errors and are not aware of those errors. But if it is pointed out that yes, an error was made in the Qarat of the Holy Quran, then this will break Salah and the Salah will need to be repeated. That brings us to an end of the Mufsidat Salah, those things which break Salah. And inshallah, we will continue from there next week with the tawfiq of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Jazakumullahu khayran. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.